time you are back we are here for colette and matt have entered the chat a weekly conversation about video games you used Hello. to say it was the most important topic in the world you haven't said that lately you know what i have uh, shifted my worldview around what is important and what is not important and i've decided that um watermelon recipes <laughs> cooking you were like with watermelon you sighed and you were like you know what and i thought you were just gonna be like i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> i am i, mean, I me am too, tired but still but still but you know but here's here's my brief uh complaint of the day and i know you will understand what i'm saying you know, there's a tired where it's like, whew, I dug ditches for 20 hours today and I'm tired. And then there's the tired where you had like, you know, 20 minutes of anxiety about work. And now I need to lay the fuck down. Yep. And one of them, and one of them is rewarding and one of them is terrible. <laughs> exactly and I am totally right. in the latter myself. So I completely get it. <laughs> God damn it. I, I can't, I cannot share uh, the details, but. <clears throat> just some things about some collaborators that I am working with. And then someone was like, this is not okay. And I'm like, Oh God, no, this is, this is not okay. And we need to rethink all the things that we are doing with this thing. Oh. And, uh, and that was, that was just a, a moment of stress in my first world um, world. So uh, how are you? I uh, also have some work stress, but am otherwise okie dokie. Um, I, I had a uh, a moment today of um, man, I really should play something else so I don't talk about the same game this week that I played last week. And I did buy a game that I'm excited about trying, but I didn't get to try it because I was like, after work, I was like, I'm just going to do this one Vampire Slayer run, and one always turns into like four, so. <laughs> Yeah. So I have I have one game, two games to talk about that I'm excited about but haven't played and then I have just the game. Yeah. I and I'm equally as excited to continue the talk about uh you the, the game that shall not be named because um <laughs> you know, it it just continues to pay dividends I think on depth and uh, runs and addiction and entertainment value, dollars uh, hours per dollar, let's say, you know. Yeah. Can't beat it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You can't beat it. Uh, speaking of that very game, we promised the dear listeners, the beautiful listeners uh, here uh, in our in our uh, listening audience and in our Discord community that we would be purchasing five copies of Vampire Survivors, the game that is sweeping the nation. <laughs> and all you had to do was react with a little emoji in our Discord to one little little message. And if you did that, you are entered to win this yep. random drawing of That's five right. uh, Vampire Survivors games. So we have a wheel, a, a spinny wheel, a virtual one hooked up on the internet. It's not real, but it, you know, it is a random wheel. It is called a spinny wheel. Spinny. That's the technical name. And we are prepared to spin it and pick the winners, which we will announce live on this very program. And of course, ping those uh, beautiful winners in the Discord server mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to let them know that a, a copy of Vampire Survivors on Steam is coming their way in the very near future. Uh, are you prepared for this uh, this momentous occasion. I mean, I know I am. I'm excited about, I mean, I'm excited about this game in general. So I'm very excited about giving this game to my friends. <laughs> yes. Why don't we, okay, I'm going to spin the wheel and I'm going to announce the winner. Unfortunately, Colette cannot see what, what is happening here. Because it doesn't we matter. Are, uh, I'm going to generate my own excitement anyway. 
but she's going to be the studio, the live studio audience. And then maybe after each win, uh, you can wish the fine winner sort of like, oh, you're going to love this game because <laughs> it's got this crazy thing in it. You know, something, yes. something to talk about yes. uh, about each, each item. So I'm going to spin the wheel for our first winner. Here we go. The, the wheel goes round and round. The website makes some noises that you can't hear. And the first winner of Vampire Survivors is... Dizzy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's good. That's real good. I hope I'm saying uh, this screen name, this Discord name, right? Desi... Dizidar, which is a kick-ass name. Yes. Uh, what does Dizidar know? We need to know about this prize that's coming um, their way. Well, I mean, I would say everyone that's going to win this needs to know about this prize. That this is a game that, at a glance, looks like shit, and as soon as you start playing it, you're like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Because <laughs> that was totally. I was like, "Okay, I know everyone's like obsessed with this, but and it's really cheap, but like it just it kind of looks like ass, you know." <laughs> and then I started playing it, and I was like, "Oh, I don't care about any of that anymore." <laughs> I I'm a sucker for pixel art and retro, even though it is done to death and there is some mm -hmm. really spectacular pixel art in this world. And then there's sort of like the also ran pixel art. And um, I've not spent the time you have spent, but I think it's pretty good. I think it harkens back to a particular uh, Amiga early PC kind of a kind of almost like pitfall you know you know pit, like atari pitfall like those very rudimentary graphics but they still really look you know like skeletons and bats and vampires right yeah it's weird it's like i feel like as a person that was raised on the nes that like i am typically not like judgy about graphics really like it really has to look terrible like really terrible for me to be like oh god like if you go into the dregs of like the switch or the playstation store you will find some shit in there that is like you know gilson b pontes level like you know like right but like i don't know like for some reason i just looked at this game and i was just like kind of looks crappy but everyone loves it don't know why and i was like like i had this very kind of you know like i'm kind of a snobby asshole about games like i i've played yeah. them for too long and like i just feel like i you know sometimes i am there's too many games i'm overwhelmed all the time and so there's like definitely times where i'm like you know fuck that like you know i'm very judgy about it sometimes but i mean anyway i feel like i you know i had to eat my hat so to speak um with this game. So anyway, um, it, it, uh, it, two winners expect lots of fun. Um, j you know, the, the saying just one more level that you'll feel that all the time. Um, and just, yeah, fun. Just a lot of fun. Before we, before we even got on this, uh, podcast, Colette was like, I'm, I need to watch a run of vampire survivors while I play the vampire survivors then think about vampire survivors. I just want to watch a thing before we get, I can't podcast cause I'm watching a thing about a game. Yeah, I know I've been there. Let's spin this wheel again to find out the second winner. Yay! Here she goes round around and the second winner is Pedro underscore Cortez. if like that music like i wonder if like younger people even recognize that music whereas i'm like oh my god the sound of my childhood <sighs> yeah you know 
it's still on the air. But right. No, but I mean, who watches what, television? <laughs> who watches television? Who has cable? Like, no one. And I, I just want to quickly say, like, I who doesn't adore Drew Carey and watching him also just live out the dream of, like, he's been doing stand-up comedy forever, then he had a hit sitcom, and now he just hosts this show that he loves and all he does is smile and give people money all day i mean and yeah it's like yeah. adorable yeah it's pretty it's pretty fucking cute i have to say i love it yeah so it. um it is the i always use this music for dumb shit on podcasts because it, <laughs> it is the quintessential like we did it it's music so and i don't it's so good i just don't know another way here is the next role for the winner of vampires survivors here we go <laughs> The wheel is spinning. <laughs> I wish you could see that. I wish you could see the drama that's happening here. It's okay. The next winner is uh, Alex Bebop. Congratulations. It's too much? <laughs> no, it's never too much. It's never I'm over here like laughing much. my ass off. This is so fun. What is what does Alex need to know that we have not already said, perhaps, about this, uh, um, this special game? I feel like, well, I don't I don't know. I can't remember who has a Steam Deck and who doesn't in the group. But mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a really fun game to play handheld. I mean, nothing is wrong with playing it a PC. I play it a PC at least a few days a week, this game. But I love having the... I love having the the um, Steam Deck to just like, you know, be like, oh, I'll play around before bed or I'll go like flop on my sofa and play around. And it makes me really wish that it would come to Switch, which I don't know if it will. But if you have yeah. a way to play a mobile. portable Switch cool. and mobile, like get it, put this on your phone where you're just like in the doctor's office waiting and you're that I mean, that's yeah, it would right really there. be on a phone. Like I think there it, is there a, a phone version for Android or no? Uh, my my recollection is that it's a mobile site that offers a demo so if you play it in a browser right. and maybe it's like an itch demo or something and it's it's great but it's not the full game no no it's, no no. Uh, that's like a little teeny preview of this incredibly deep game that looks super simple right right the depth the more i peek at uh videos and streams i'm like oh there's like upgrades and you're spending gold to unlock the weapons and the character. And I knew about the characters and I knew, but like the, uh, I, my recollection of the demo was like that the rabbit hole was not obviously as deep. And then I'm, I'm excited. Oh God, I'm excited to dive in this week. Excuse me. I'm yawning. It's so deep. So deep. All right. Anyway, there's the wheel. Yeah. We're spinning it. Here we go. The next Spin. winner of the giveaway vampire survivors he is, is tricky. sing every time I, mean, I, don't, I don't know why you wouldn't i can't help it okay. it's just you know it just for it really reminds me of just like walking around my house as a kid and my grandma watching and it's like it's lots of like fun <laughs> oh, memories yes. actually it was i don't know about you about your about your schedule in your childhood and in the part of the country where you were but it was the quintessential this is on at three o'clock when i get home from school show. yes Oh my God, I forgot. And it's just on and it's fun. And I just had a, you know, a a laborious day at school. And now I'm just going to like loaf on the couch and watch Plinko, you know? Wow. Yeah. Plinko. (laughs) That's the price is right. (laughs) 
Stand by. This is the final. We are giving away five copies. This we have four winners. This is the final uh, spin. So if you have entered and you have not heard your name, cross your fingers. It's time for the final spin. Here it's we go. Time. The wheel is rolling. Lots of colors flying by, and the winner of the fifth and final Vampire Survivor is Survivor Rich S P K. Congratulations, you beautiful people. Recapping the winners, uh, we have Dezeter, Pedro Cortez, Alex Bebops, Tricky Love, and Rich SPK. So uh, you will be notified in the Discord, of course, and we are going to figure out a way. If we are not already friends on Steam, then I can gift you the game directly, easy peasy. But I believe there is a way to create like a token where you don't need to friend each other, and then I can gift it to like a a token code or something, which is, you know, there must be a reason. But like... I have in the past been like, oh, yeah, I want to buy a cousin or a friend an awesome game for their birthday. Right. And I'm like, I just want to buy a code and and send you the code. Yep. And you cannot do that on Steam for, I'm sure, a lot of reasons (laughs) where people would be shady about that stuff. So I I get it. I guess. I guess. Come on. Anyway, we're going to figure it out because it's going to be really exciting for me to know that we are giving this game that has just been a blast for me to several other people. And um, yeah, really excited for some other folks to to have fun with this. And we'll continue talking about it. Uh, We'll take a quick break and we will return with um, those games that you are excited about playing soon Mm -hmm. and or more Vampire Survivors right (laughs) after this. Class is back in session and HyperX has the grade A gear you need for dorm life, remote classes and for schooling folks online. Shop the HyperX back to school deals going on now at HyperX.com to help make your return to student life a breeze. Comfortable cloud headsets can keep you focused in as you cram for finals with some lo-fi beats and stay productive with lightweight Pulsefire mice, responsive alloy keyboards, and more. Keep your GPA and your KDA high with HyperX products and accessories. We have returned and the floor is yours. Where would you like to begin? (laughs) Um... Let me think about this. Well, um, I mean, I think as anyone who is listening to the show has probably absorbed by now, I am still playing Vampire Survivors. I told really, uh, I've not, I haven't heard that. What, <laughs> what is this Vampire Survivors? I told Matt before the show. I said, you know, I, I really, I felt like I should play something else this week, but then I was like, no, you know what? That's really not accurate. I just didn't. <laughs> and also, I should, I should say that. I should say, you know, I wanted to, but I just didn't because I feel like it's not that often when something is so much fun that you're like, yeah. oh, like, you know, you finish your day or you finish, you know, something you need to finish and you're free and you go, ah, oh, I just want to go and this is just so fun. Like the, it's calling you, like, really, you know? Yeah. That's what else do you want? What, there's nothing better in this, yeah. uh, in this world. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, over us doing this podcast, but even like long before that, too, I think that I had gotten to a point where I was like, you know, I think maybe because I was brought up in a time period where 
where gaming was so simple and we had so few buttons. Sometimes I find that I find games really appealing that have very simple control schemes, like very simple. And, you know, this is maybe the simplest control scheme I've ever (laughs) played ever, you know, like, I mean, it is, you don't even use the A and B or other buttons. Like the only thing you do is move. Like you use your, you know, your stick or you use your D-pad if you're using the D-pad. Or if you play on a computer, you just use your your trusty old WASD. Um, I can't, I just hit like, pausing there briefly. There is no other media form or art form or whatever that can do this. And by that, I mean like, you think, oh, more buttons equals more complexity or more buttons equals more depth or more graphical fidelity equals more more bigness or whatever. And only in video games can you simplify one element on the axis, the axes of complexity and still create a game with enormous depth. And what is this game doing? It's automating the stuff that you would press normally press buttons to do and shifting all the focus on movement and or crowd control and or sort of like pressure, like almost like a pressure gauge. Oh, I I thought about it like Diablo 2 as well, not Mm -hmm. Diablo 2, Diablo as well. Because when I began playing Diablo 3 in earnest uh, and then circling back with you, I was like, right, leveling up your gear very incrementally and slowly is like pressing on a pressure gauge and and you can feel how effectively you can push through thousands and thousands of enemies. And like at some point, Diablo is like, I'm just holding down the the attack button and walking forward. And if I get my ass kicked, then I'm not ready. But if I, (laughs) if I, if I mow through them, then I'm progressing. And Vampire Survivors is that it's just removing the button pressing (laughs) and just distilling it down to that pure cocaine. Yeah. That is progress. Uh, uh, and killing. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seriously. It's, it's just, wow. It's just really, really fun. Um, (laughs) yeah. So, so I think too, like one of the things that I really like about it, I realized is that, you know, of course the simplicity, right. But then also I feel like when you start it, you're like, this is so simple, right? And like, that's just how you feel. You're like, it's so easy. It's so simple. All I do is move, you know, kill stuff. But like, as you play more, at least for me, this was the experience. I'm like, "Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I can. Oh, oh. And it kind of felt like when I played Hades and I hit the point of Hades where I quote unquote, quote unquote, finished, Mm -hmm. but realize that what I had really done was unlock the real game, (laughs) not quote unquote finish. I was like, whoa, you know? And I was like, that's so cool. But that was like, that was kind of like, you know, when you walk into the boss room and you know, the boss flips a switch and there's a trap door and you fall down it. Right. Like it's like Mm -hmm. one big moment. Whereas with this, it kind of felt like slowly getting it. It felt like going up. Oh, oh, like a little more and a little more and a little more. And I think that was neat because when I first played it, like I wasn't like, wow, this is so deep. 
when I first played it, my reaction was like, oh, okay, like this is really fun. Um, and I, I, I like, you know, the, the feeling of killing all this stuff. It's really rewarding and fun. Um, but I don't know. Like, I guess I just felt like I didn't get the depth right off. That's the fun, bat at all. period. That's right. fun, period. Which is like, great. Fun is fun. I, I'll, I like fun. Yeah. But no, there's a lot more here. And it sounds like that I, I am at where you describe the um, understanding. I, I think of it as a curve. And, you know, some games are like, I have no clue what's going on. Whoa, ton of information. And then, wow, this part's really boring. And it's a big spiky graph of like learning and figuring shit out. And and that is, um, you know, game design is hard. So I understand sometimes you know, complex games suffer from a crazy curve. But when that curve is buttery smooth, Mm -hmm. where you're like... Super smooth. This is... This is cute. Whatever. Super smooth. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, and <laughs> systems upon systems upon systems. That sweet spot is is the most beautiful thing about video games. Uh, yeah, it's just it's that's for me. This was just such a such a smooth slide. And then also Love as it. an aside, right? I have to say that for a person with ADHD who needs high levels of stimulation, this game has just the biggest dopamine hit. Like, like, you know, at the end of the run, like, you know, as you get more powerful, it's really fun. But like the way that the game works, right. For those who haven't played it is that, you know, you kill something and when you kill something, it leaves a little, most of them leave a little blue gem behind. You collect those in order to level up your character. And every time you go a full level, you get to choose from several different options of what, you know, you get to build, make a build basically. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, you know, at first, you know, and it makes a little noise when you pick it up, plink. So like, you know, <laughs> and you pick up a few, plink, 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 right? But then let's like get you like 10 or 20 levels later where you just have masses of like stuff coming at you with no space in between. And at that point, mm-hmm. as you're killing, because at this point you're killing much harder, you're also just <laughs> collecting mass amounts, right, of the of the experience. Plink, 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 and it just gets to sorry, a point sorry, where you m- making a quick note of a po- possible podcast title episode title killing much harder Please continue. <laughs> killing much harder uh, uh, i love it um yeah so uh yeah it just makes a like like a, a noise and you're like ah like you're having yeah. so much fun right and it's just and when you get to like this level of power where you've done a good build and like you're getting to the end of the level and you're just blasting like mowing things <laughs> it's just very it's that. very oh rewarding you know you're just like yeah <laughs> but it's, i kind of thought about it as like you know that noise right like it's got like almost like a pavlovian like you know mm-hmm. you hear that plink and you start drooling and then you're like oh, i'm gonna get more i'm gonna get more i'm gonna get more uh. <laughs> um so i mean it is very primal i guess in that way but like for me i think for sure a part of what i'm getting out of it is that it is just a dopamine blast all the way and then this like could have been a, a loot box paradise this game if built differently would have you would have had to mortgage your home by now oh my you know God. what i'm saying like yeah but i mean of course part of what makes it so great is that it's not but yes you're it's totally <laughs> right totally right um yeah, so I'm now at a point where I've unlocked a lot of characters. I don't know if I've unlocked all of them, but to mm-hmm. revisit Hades very briefly, a bit like Hades, you know, you do unlock things as you go, which I said last week, but I 
I do think that like that, so that I'm now identifying going, okay, that's a thing that works for me. You know, Mm -hmm. that's a thing I really like. Um, and so like, yeah, that's a part of it. But like, so I decided I was going to join the discord for vampire survivors and like, Oh Mm -hmm. my God, there's people talking about stuff in there and I don't even know what language they're talking. I'm like, okay, I haven't even, yeah. I'm like, I haven't even scratched the surface of what these people are talking about. I love hearing that. I love the community around complexity. Yeah. Mm. And like, you know how we've talked about how like, way back how like it was so fun to be you know not stuck but like have a thing you're trying to figure out in a game and you're like hmm, i don't know and then like you might talk to a friend or you might look in a magazine nintendo power or whatever and you'd find it and you'd be like ah you know you'd be so excited right um i kind of felt like that when i was looking around the discord because i saw someone say something and i was like what what's that and the person was like oh well in order for you to you know, get this, you have to get this and this. And I was like, Oh, I got to go try to get this and this so I can get that. And like, that's what I was doing yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like you, you come upon a build or a system or, or a goal where you're like, Oh, never thought about that. Now I need to work toward it, grind toward it, you know, level toward that's, that is everything that I, that I want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just real fun. So I can definitely see, I mean, I can't see it, but like, I can sense that like, there will be a point where I just blast everything out. And then I'm like, okay, this is the end. Like I can't, you know, I can't get anything else out of it, but like, I'm not there yet. Though active development continues to happen, is it right. in, is it in early access or 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 is it a 1.0 situation? I don't even recall where, where that is. I believe it's still in early access. I would have right. to peek at Steam real quick to see. So, but, like, even in the course of since you've started playing, ha- hasn't there been like, oh, here's a new character, updates. here's a new yeah, weapon, a, right? A new character came out today, and right. she she's a she's a black queen, which was like hell yeah. <laughs> um so and then yeah they added new achievements they added a new arcana which is something that you like unlock a ways into the game a couple of new weapons so um yeah and all that's free you know so nothing what is the what's the mean the mechanical meaning behind characters do they have access to completely different weapon trees or is it about stats what's going on there so their starting weapon is different and their their stats are different so like let's just say you know you want to play queen sigma who's like the new character that came out today um so like she um god i already played her today but now my my brain is blanking um basically she she starts wow what's the weapon she started with it's like it looks like a whole bunch of little glowing bullets and they like shoot out of you like from every angle so top bottom left right and all of like the you know northwest southwest kind of angles so like Mm -hmm. you start and you're like whoa (laughs) um i can get everyone yeah and like depending on how you build it right so like i've only played her once and i was like oh cool um Okay, but oh, neat. So I was just looking on the Vampire Survivors official Twitter and I saw that um, there's a roadmap that they posted that I haven't found until now. And like if you peek at it, you can get a look at like what they're aiming for, basically. So like they're trying to add like 
uh, 36 total characters, uh, seven relics. Right now there's six, I think. Um, just like stuff like that where you can like get a look at like, oh, what are they trying to add? What are they trying to do? So that's kind of neat to like be able to peek and see like what they're doing. This thing is is everywhere and everyone is obsessed with it, everyone, quote unquote. And it's only it's only on one platform. Like imagine the global explosion of this thing when it eventually hits Switch and mobile and whatever and whatever else, Mac or whatever wherever it needs to go. Like, um, my goodness. Uh it it, it almost it's a t- obviously a totally different game, but do you remember when Stardew was beginning to blow up and it was like Every, like everyone in the gaming world was like, oh my God, this game, where has it been? I can't believe it's so amazing. And then the world was like, I need Stardew in my bed, in my Switch. Like if <laughs> only this was on Switch. And then it came to Switch and and the world was like, yes. And it sold a billion gajillion additional copies. And everyone who already owned it on Steam was like, and I will also buy it here. So like the second wave is going to come Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think it's quite possible that they could, they could end up with a switch release. Um, I think it's really interesting. If you go look like in the comments on any post that they make about updates, there's people that are either saying, please bring this to switch or Xbox, or there's Mm -hmm. people that are saying you should, you should be charging twice as much for this can i yes. donate to you like can i donate <laughs> I wonder money if there's to a you patreon or something going on but then again they may so. not they may not need it they just simply may not need it there so many people also saying i had more fun and enjoyment with this game for three dollars in the last two weeks than any of my 60 dollar triple a games i've bought over the last year yeah it's a it's a moment and i can't it's disagree i really can't no, like i mean i i love a triple a game that is is good and is well done and you know all that but like yeah this is just it's yeah it's great anyway um i feel like i am going on and on and on in a very excited way which is great but no it is great and i it, you've you're answering additional questions because i you know i i i still have curiosity like i, I will it will be mine and I will go down the rabbit hole as hard and as deep as you have. But, um, I, st- I just have, I still have questions about like, Oh, my lingering question was like, all right, you're playing the black queen and she has this cool, uh, starter weapon, but don't you replace that weapon or do you merely upgrade it and augment it? Do you ever? So here's, okay. So here's how it works. So let's say you start your run, right? So I choose to start, I'm going to pull up picture of all of the starters so this could be a little easier for me to like talk about because otherwise Mm -hmm. i'll forget um Mm -hmm. characters so okay let's just say that you're like all right i'm gonna start as i don't know like the the starting guy right antonio bell Paisy? I don't know. Everything about this game has like big <laughs> Castlevania, big Castlevania it's such a Castlevania-esque, okay. yeah. So like his starting weapon is the whip. Any other character can get the whip. They just won't That's, start with the whip. Right? That was my question. I yeah. was like, okay, when a new character comes into the mix, that weapon becomes available in the in the world, right? R- r- right. So like for him, he has like a twenty percent, or rather, plus twenty to max health and plus one armor. And like everyone that you play is going to have some perk like this so like today when i got the queen which i don't think she's probably in here since she came out like today no Mm -hmm. she's not here 
I'll have to figure that out later. But at any rate, like as you continue to go, you keep unlocking them. And it's interesting because when you unlock one, you don't like automatically get it. You just like, like there's an, you see it unlocked, but you have to pay for it. So once you've unlocked it by hitting a certain point of the game, you then have to pay like, I don't know, a thousand gold or whatever to like unlock that character. But then my additional, my additional quick question is like, then the weapon becomes available to stumble upon as an upgrade or can you purchase it and get it at, at any time? Uh, no, I don't think so. So I think like the way it worked for me was like, I played the first character who had the whip and then I played the second character who had a magic wand. But then when I went back to play the character with the whip again, I was able to unlock the magic wand while I was leveling up his build. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like it does, but do you have to like open a treasure chest and randomly find the magic wand or can you apply the magic wand? So here's there is is a randomness. So here's how it works. So you collect, you know, the plinks, right? Plink, 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 plink. You you collect (laughs) enough of those (laughs) and then the the dopamine pills. And then you hear you hear a like noise and you'll this is you leveling. So you get a menu. The menu opens. You have three choices and the three choices will be three potential things you can choose. Right. So this is how you're. But they are random. But they are randomized. They are randomized. Yes. So maybe and this may be a point I haven't gotten to yet. I don't know. Maybe there's a point where you can use, I don't know, something that makes them not randomized or you can better control what comes up because of stuff Mm, you open. mm -hmm, I don't know. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, like that that's what you do quick note um and i'm not saying dead cells invented this but that randomized upgrade juncture point for lack of a better idea is an extremely dead cells concept of like i have unlocked this big ass lance and now on my next run i have x percent chance of that lance being a starter weapon or being a an upgrade in the world and there are like to your point there are parameters where you're like all right i'm gonna lean towards this so i can better optimize my chance of getting the build that i want randomly in the world and then have better chance at success which is um an, an interesting difference from say a hades where you're like i'm picking the bow and I'm doing the bow. Well, today. okay, but you know, I don't think it's actually that different from Hades, and here's why. You're right because, because of the upgrades. You're right. right. Well, I mean, when you meet uh, uh, a god, I don't think they're called that. Anyway, when you're trying to get out of out of hell and you meet a god, the god yeah. is like, "Hello," and they give you three options. You're right. And if yes. you have some sort of luck thing that you get four or you can re-roll right. i think once this is the totally. exact same thing if you have high luck you can get four so it's yeah. kind of the okay. same and i think that's part of what got me about it you know it's kind of the same okay i'm going to choose what to build and then but one thing hades i think didn't do yeah hades didn't do this was that like let's say you know the first weapon you get like you're playing um Gennaro and Gennaro gets the dagger, right? So you have the choice of either every time you get a chance, if the dagger comes up, you level the dagger. And right. in order for you to max it and evolve it to like this like super powerful, powerful version, you know, you have to be lucky enough to get it that many times, which mm-hmm. the game will allow you to do that. I think like if like if, if you're leveling something, it sees you doing it and it's like, OK, hmm. and it'll give it to you, you know, like okay. in your in your choices. So you're like, OK, like I get it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, for instance, right now, 
actually um, in the Discord, I think yesterday, um, I think I had said something about the game, and uh, Pyrostar, who actually was the person who pretty much got me playing it because I think <laughs> she posted a picture in the Discord that made me go, okay, I'm going to try it. So she was like, yeah, I did this. I did this run and like I killed three Reapers. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, what's that item? She's like, oh, she's like, you have to collect the Laurel and then you have to collect this and this and then level all of them to eight and it evolves. And I was like, okay, so mm. so let me just to illustrate the difficulty. Okay, so let's say I'm playing a character. I start my run. I have to get three different items in my run in order to get the item she's talking about to evolve it. Right. So one item will come up in like the randomizer, but then the yeah. other two items are physically on the board and I have to walk and get them. Then after I walk and get them both, then I have to level all of them to level eight to get this thing to evolve. And I have to stay alive. While and that, right. I was going to say that that walking carries risk because you're trying to reach an area of the board that, Y y you know right and it, like i've been trying it goes to against the like i'm just trying to survive and go out of my way to get mm. a sh some shit well and it's interesting because it's like i i've realized that when i get to these levels where i'm trying to get to a place and get a thing that i have to focus on leveling up a bit first because if i don't i'll get mowed because if yeah, you just run right. in one direction you're totally. gonna leave a lot of the stuff that you need behind you and you can't really level up like regularly so it took me a while to like figure that out but like what yeah, she told like me to do thing. i haven't got i haven't figured it out i mean she told me yesterday but i haven't figured yeah. it out yet i was like oh okay this is not working <laughs> you're like i've only played 50 times since yesterday so uh <laughs> i haven't figured it out yet i'm actually you know i'm quite proud of myself and my you know addictive uh personality i've played <laughs> i think i play about two to three runs a day that's about an hour spectacular of play I time that. i know because the first nice day chunk. i got it i think it's i played nice, for six feeling. hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean oh, i'll be honest that is something that like i do like when i really connect with the game like i remember when i got um oh my god what's the name of the of the game where you're sailing on a boat and you're taking people to the afterworld like oh yeah uh, spirit fair yeah spirit fair the day i got spirit fair my husband and i played it for like 10 hours like we took breaks to eat but like we just played the game all day long because it was so <laughs> absorbing reminds me that i never finished spirit fair and now maybe on steam deck that would be a nice way to cap that off there's actually a, a couple note. new characters as well i know yes i i recall I that yeah, i remember seeing that you are correct mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 okay, okay. so yeah, i mean yeah, I, I really could go it. on and on and on and on really but i mean i guess you know what everyone's hearing is just that you know my journey with the game has has been so much fun and has continued to you know go deeper um and that's you know that's really great so um yeah, I hope everybody that want a copy gets to try and hopefully they enjoy and, um, you know, they get to go on this fun, crazy ride along with me. And uh, Matt Silverman, yeah. you need to play the game. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, my homework is set and um, I, I really adore like salivating over it and hearing your experience and understanding. But then there's going to be a next level where where I will be in the weeds with you and then we yes. can discuss nuance that I that I can't really get to right now having only uh seen it from afar love it yeah like yeah 
It's, you know, I hate to say this, but like if you're a person that loves min maxing, I feel like this is a game that you <laughs> really will be able to do those things. So anyway, we'll see yeah. what you think. But um, but yeah, that's really all I have to talk about. I'm sad. I, I didn't go back to 13 Sentinels yet because I literally just played this fucking game for a second week in a row. <laughs> I wonder, I think we've talked about it like there sometimes you go so so hard and like you said then there's just a moment or a day where you're like and i'm done and it's and you set it aside for a time or forever you know and uh and so i wonder if that will be an abrupt wall where you recognize you're like i am done with this now or uh if it will be a slow decline a descent into yeah, madness until you have know. to we have to call the authorities and pry you away from the, the steam deck <laughs> you know, or something. And I've kind of at the point where I'm like, you know, that's okay. Um, <laughs> because if that's the case, you know, that, that just means that I had a really good two weeks or three weeks where I just yeah. was having such a blast. And I mean, really what, what more can you, you ask for, you know, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. It's beautiful. Fun times. Did you want to hit before we move on? Did you want to hit on any of those games that you were sort of anticipating or that you'd recently looked into, or do you want to save that for another time? Um, one thing that I was really excited about, but I haven't played it yet. And I just realized that there's a play test going on and I can play it. Like hmm. I applied for it and was instantly approved. I was like, Ooh, neat. So I'll actually save that for next week. Cause I'd rather talk about like, if it's fun then. Good. All right. Teaser cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, we can, uh, we can throw it a break unless you had another, any other items to discuss. Uh, no, go, go ahead. All right, here we go. After this important commercial message, we will come back with some more video games right after this. It's getting to be that time again. Class is almost back in session and HyperX has the grade A gear that you need for dorm life, remote classes, and, you know, for school and some folks in your favorite online games. So shop the HyperX back-to-school deals going on at HyperX.com right there on the website to help make your return to student life a breeze. They've got comfortable cloud headsets that can help keep you focused while you're studying for those finals. Maybe you need a lightweight Pulsefire mouse or a very responsive alloy keyboard and tons more. Keep your GPA and your KDA. See what I did there? Keep them both high with HyperX products and accessories. Shop now at HyperX.com. We have returned with some more video games and... Video games. I used to have this friend who, when I was doing Destructo and stuff with, we would get to like our conventions to do coverage and stuff. Like we'd show up at E3 and he would look around and he would go, video games. <laughs> and it used to crack me up every time, even though I knew it was coming every time. Video games. Spectacular. I love that. I love it. Oh, it was a beautiful, simpler time. I yes, think. to say the least. Um, I have not played Vampire Survivors yet <laughs> in full, so I have nothing to say, but I would like to entreat you and listeners to check out this game that I have been keeping an eye on, a wish list on, and has been in early access for some time. It might still be in early access or maybe just recently hit a 1.0. Still, It's still evolving, but I finally felt like, okay, this has been cooking 
long enough. And then I think it was on sale on Steam. And I was like, this would this would make a good Steam Deck game. And it is called Stone Story RPG. And I know that you typically do Google. I look, look, here she is. She's typing it in. Love <laughs> well, it. Well, I, I didn't yet, but <laughs> Type I mean, it in. let's be real. I'm going to. She's going to, but I'm encouraging you to do that because um, Stone you Story. need to stone story rpg and and you should see this and then listeners you know you can take a peek at this whenever you have a moment it's worth it's worth looking at so you'll understand what the heck i'm saying but this intrigued me for a long time because it is designed entirely in ascii text and i'm i'm sure our internet savvy listeners know what that means, but um, for reference, it means there's no drawing, there's no pixels. Every single thing that is that is drawn and animated is is done so with keyboard characters, hyphens, asterisks, parentheses, yeah. quotation marks, all the crazy symbols that you can get by type, you know, hitting Alt and then number combinations. You know, there's a it's a Unicode. ASCII situation that where all computers, regardless of your language, can use these these things. And, you know, you've seen them on the internet. People will use elaborate ASCII art to, I don't know, draw the Mona Lisa or something. And it really looks like the Mona Lisa, but it's a very simplistic, you know, pixelated version of that using uh, very precise keyboard characters spaced accordingly. And so this is, you know, I, 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 it's pixel art is the wrong term, but if pixel art was ASCII characters, then this is that kind of lo-fi aesthetic. It's completely monochrome. It is white characters on a black background only. There's no color and it's all ASCII characters. And that alone is really beautiful and cool looking. But then on top of it, if you watch it in motion and you look at the animation, um, truly remarkable like price of admission alone just seeing this game animated like you know you can design a bat out of hyphens and you know infinity symbols and asterisks and then you can use additional characters to make the bat flap its wings so maybe there's three to four total frames of animation let's say but the ascii characters are changing and animating in in that way and they're moving across the map and you know you're fighting and you're you're using weapons and tools and things and so that alone was like oh i I need to wish list this. You, you know, you know when you you know when you see something and you're like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but, but I, I'm I need to be aware list. of it. Yep, I it's do. It's getting on the list. You know what I'm saying? I do. Um, so I was like, cool. This is weird. This is interesting. This is a fascinating game. Then, and I really, I had you put it on your list, and then you get notified. Oh, there's an update. You know, maybe it's on sale. Maybe it's out. It's 1.0. And uh, I had not really been paying close attention to it, but I grabbed it on sale. And I was like, I bet this would run on the Steam Deck. And it does because, you know. So simple. So simple, of course, but also it's mousey input and and really no keyboard input. It's just clicking on things using a cursor, uh, super old school ASCII, you know, uh, almost like a... Yeah, you know those cursors. Remember com- computer lab back in elementary school, and it was like you know we had Apple II GS, and it yeah. was like 
black and white or like Oregon Trail where it was like the cursor was a big blinking white box and then you would type your characters in. It's it 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 just reeks of that aesthetic and it's really well done. It does. Anywho, I was under the impression that this would be like I'm controlling the character and I'm fighting with my sword and moving through the environment and what it actually is is um it's not exactly an idle game. It's not, that's a bad description of it, but what it is is like runs. So you will select a location from the list and you're like, all right, I'm on the stony beach. And then you, you, you click it and you start the run on your little ASCII guy. Maybe he's got a little sword and that's all he's got. He's running through the thing and he's picking up rocks and maybe he's fighting a spider or two. And then he gets to the end of the run and that's the end of the run. And you're back to the main menu and you're like, Okay, okay, like I'm not, <laughs> there's nothing to play here. I just clicked a button and it and it went. And what am I doing? Rocks for what? And so, to your point earlier about sort of that learning curve or that mechanical complexity curve, this one starts out, and you really for 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 a good five ten minutes, you're like. Like, okay, this is cute. <laughs> I get it. I get what this is trying to do. Okay, well, maybe it's just, maybe this was worth $5. I don't know. And then after a few little like bumps in the road at the very beginning where you're really not sure, then it starts layering in the RPG elements that make the game really compelling. So it is... You go through the run, and if you are holding a weapon, then you're able to fight through the enemies and you can get to the end of the run. But if you're holding, and and if there's branches or stones on the ground, you can then just pick them up, regardless of what you're holding or doing. But if you're holding a shovel, then you can dig up mounds and get way more stones than you did from just the random stones that are on the ground. And you're like, oh, okay. So if I do this run with a shovel, I get way more resources and then I complete the run. But I, but I don't have a weapon, so I'm at a disadvantage against the enemies. So you're kind of balancing what you can do. And then what I realized is you can change items or weapons in the middle of the run. You just pause it, you swap out your stuff, and then you continue based on what's happening in the environment. So you do not control the character, but you can pause the run and intervene. And I'm like, okay, okay, stuff's happening here. And then you get a workbench and it's like, oh, okay, well, I can craft an axe. And if I hold the axe and go on the run in the spooky forest, then I can pick up wood and chop trees. And then I'm getting lots of wood, which I can then use to make a shield. And the shield will allow my, my character to... Uh, have a better fare better against some of the tougher enemies you're like okay it's got crafting elements cool it's an rpg whatever and then you start to get you start to realize that you can combine two swords to make a a stronger sword and you're like okay now we're upgrading and then you sort of hit a boss that is that just kicks your ass and you have no chance and you're like all right this giant talking tree with fangs is like, I can't beat that. So I guess I have to go back to the other areas and collect more resources to create a sword and then combine the swords and get a stronger. And you start to open, you start to crack open what the game is about, which is like you hit walls of difficulty and then you have to overcome them through upgrade paths that you're, that are very foggy. You don't quite know what they are. But then what else, the other thing that happens is as you clear 
a map, let's say, and it's like it's literally like forty five seconds. You you clear a a mushroom, you know, path, or you clear a forest or whatever. That area becomes upgraded in difficulty so it started as a one-star area now it's a two-star area so there's more resources there but the enemies are a little stronger and then the other mechanic that it's that starts getting layered in is that there is there are these stones which appear in the story to be like if you unite all eight stones it's it's a little triforcey you know you unite all these stones and you will you know that's the that's the goal right but each stone does something different so when you possess the whatever stone you're you're accumulating currency when you kill enemies if you if you possess the experience stone you're now accumulating experience and then you can start leveling up like you can't you not a really not much of a spoiler but you can't actually level up your character until you get the stone and then you're like oh now i can run through levels that are like easy to moderate so i can gain experience and then i'm gaining materials and treasure which then upgrade and all these things combined if i pr- create my loadout correctly now i'm going to go face that big boss again and now i can defeat the evil tree and that's going to unlock a whole new area not only is it boss difficulty fighting but it's also like oh, you got to the end of this thing and now you got a grappling hook which lets you grapple down the side of the mountain and reach a whole new area with a whole new resource that you never even saw. Wow. So it it is, it is quickly ramping up from like, oh, it's this auto-run game that you just kind of run in the background to like, whoa, okay, I have a lot of materials and upgrades and systems and there's i've now come across a shop where i can buy uh, i can buy items i don't have to like run the levels to get random items i can now purchase the items which speeds up progress etc to combine them to make stronger items to get past certain areas and i'm like damn this is pretty good combined with so and then so the two the two the, the other two layers that are like great about it is like oh it's totally a game you can run in a window while you're at work doing other things because you can just be like oh okay let me just do a little mushroom run get some experience and it's just gonna go in the background and you don't have to you don't have to do anything you literally can't do anything you just let it go and number two when you encounter new areas or new creatures or bosses or whatever you're like damn this is beautiful like you you unlock a canoe which allows you to cross a river you know very uh oregon trail style and it's just this almost like a cut scene again i know listeners will have a hard time seeing what i'm talking about unless you unless you google it but hyphens and parentheses and 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 numbers and text it it is black and white symbols only there are no graphics in this game and you're looking at a beautiful moonlit lake with reflections and your characters paddling with an oar and it's making ripples in the water it is the art and and the, and therefore the animation of this thing is extraordinary and uh it's i don't know and here's what it i'm loving this game and i highly recommend it if if what i'm saying appeals to you at all but what, I, but what it's also making me hunger for is like, imagine if this game was like an action platformer or a, or like a, a 2D combat, whatever. Imagine if you were controlling the character, like how cool would it be to have 
a real, no, I don't mean real. This is a real and wonderful game, but imagine, imagine a very dynamic game and all the graphics were ASCII text. Right. Like, where is that? I want, now I want that. And I think it would be pretty rad to see it happen. Yeah, I can totally see that. It, it's beautiful. Stone Story RPG. Uh, Google it and just see what just see what we're talking about here. And then, you know, uh, again, it's just a ma- it's just mouse clicks. So throw it open in a window. Enjoy it. If you have a Steam Deck, it just it, launch it and there's no tweaking. There's nothing to change. It works exactly as intended. Use your trackpad as a mouse. Or I've actually been using the joystick the right stick as a mouse, which usually is not the most comfortable and in the in some games is wonderful. It's joystick as mouse cursor and right trigger as uh, right trigger as left click because it's your right hand and left trigger as right click click. And you're in business. Is wow. si- uh, similar to Vampire Survivors, incredibly simple control scheme uh, and some unfolding depth. It, it, the, the rabbit hole continues to go deeper every time I do a run, and I'm like, oh, and then this, and then this, and then this. And so uh, check it out. I'm very digging cool. it. Very cool. Very, very cool. I love I love discovering something like this that I never, honestly, never would have thought of. Like, it, it, is, it is amazing how beautiful this game is. It really, it's it's really special. Yeah. Really special. I, you know, and again, I'm sure it's, it's an indie team, maybe an indie person. I don't, I, I have to look back and see who is making this, but it, clearly a labor of, of intense love from yeah. a very small, uh, team, if not person. So, wow. uh, stone story RPG, check it on out. Nice. That's, That's awesome. It. That's it. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to get out of here? I know, I know you want to, you're, you're heading out, you're meeting some friends. Yes, so it's, t- have, it's probably time actually, to wrap up. I, I think I should tell everybody about the date I'm about to have. I have a friend date tonight (laughs) with a person who I am very close to who said to me a few days ago, I have found the ultimate game. And I said, what is that? And he said, it is called rock simulator. And you in fact spend a dollar 99 and you play as a rock and the game, you are a rock and you get to listen to nice, lovely music in a field and be a rock. And (laughs) I'm just going to say without giving anything away that this person has like a very high level like work position where they have to deal with like being in meetings from like 8 a.m to like 6 p.m every day with like no breaks and no lunch and like yeah so like when he was like i found a game where you're a rock and that's it and then he said it's two player and i said is it and he said yeah he said so if you get it, then you can get online with me and then we can just be rocks together. And I was like, I will be there right after my podcast. So the reason why I'm like, got to finish at 8.40 p.m., Matt, is because I need to go be a rock with my friend. So this and this, so this date is not um, in person. You're going out to a restaurant. You're firing up this game. And I will be firing ro- up this game rocking. at this here desk and looking at myself as a rock while my friend looks at himself as a rock. And maybe we will muse about the meaning of life or maybe not. There is nothing you could do or say that is better than that in the, in this here 21st century. So uh, saying, we're done. Yeah. We're done. We're this done. is over. Gotta go be a rock, rock simulator. <laughs> uh, please report back on your know. rock simulated experience <laughs> next week. Uh, same, same bat feed, same bat channel here at the chat. Uh, goodbye. Bye, forever. friends. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.